This is Rachel Balducci, and you're listening to Spill the Tea, a podcast of the Department of Communication at Augusta University. Hello, and welcome back to our second episode of Spill the Tea. I am Rachel, and we have Mr. Hunter Ford. Hello. Yes. Hello, Hunter. Um, we were originally going to have another guest with us today, but unfortunately, that fell through. And with it, our original plan, which we were going to connect last week's episode about basketball, a broad topic, but specifically basketball and media, and just a lot of, you know, different interesting perspectives on, I guess, the ethics in basketball. But we're not going to do that today. Instead, we are going to kind of transition into um, touching on the different areas of interest in our lives. Yeah. A lot of hobbies and fun things, some weird interests. I know you are oddly interested in Hemingway, which... I don't know if it would be oddly (laughs) interesting. Well, I think he's a lot more than your average person, I would say, which is great, which is really cool because I honestly know nothing. So maybe we can learn from each other in today's episode and just see where it goes. So let's see. Tell me the rundown of your day. What is your... My day? Your day look like, yeah. I do do pretty much nothing. Um, Okay. So, I mean... I wake up, go to school, um, and then I usually just work afterwards. Okay. I try to get hobbies in where I can. Right. Um, uh, I love music. I love listening to music. Um, okay. I've been trying to pick up guitar more. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I've just been doing that. Um, I play uh, Pokemon competitively, nice. too. Nice, So I do that That's on solid. the side as well. Okay. So. Now, How about you? What's, what's going um, on in the world of Rachel? I, <laughs> I recently have really prioritized staying organized and staying to a very, not strict, but strict routine. Okay. Um, I wake up every morning at four, wow. which sounds crazy. In I know. In the morning? In the morning. Dude, in the morning. For like, oh, for geez, a little, like, just a like while. It's about so. three o'clock right now. But so I wake up at four and I do some journaling right off the bat. Um, because I am Christian and I like to get into my Bible just right early in the morning, kind of set up my day. And I'll do that for about an hour. And then the fun part, I go to the gym for another hour. You're so strong. It, no, <laughs> it's miserable. It's absolutely <laughs> miserable. But it really just, I don't know, it sets the day up for success, there you know. Go. Yeah. And then I'll go and get coffee, which probably ruins all that progress that I had just made, you know, uh, um, all the sugar and Balance stuff that I water. add into it. Right. Um, and then we go to class all day on certain days and then we go home and craft. I am a very crafty oh, okay. person. Right. I like to do a lot of like cross stitch, cute little magnet things I make. Um, I'll paint sometimes and you're probably like, what major are you? I'm communications major. So it's like, where does that fall into it? I don't know. I I like to create things in general. So I like video production a lot. Right. Um, and I don't know, we'll see where that takes me in the future, but for now, just kind of doing it for assignments and things. And it's been pretty successful so far. I will say last semester, um, I created this PSA, anti-drinking PSA, and it won the highest award. So I'll take oh, wow. I'll take that okay. W type you win, go. you know. Um, was that anti-drinking in the sense of like drinking and driving, or just drinking? It was as, uh, in general? a focus on cancer, kind of like 
connecting um, students in college drinking with substantially like increasing their risk for cancer later on. Okay, wow, okay. And so kind of taking that perspective of influencing students to not drink in college or at least like limit their drinking to okay, that's interesting. limit their cancer risk. So it was it was it was fun. It was difficult, but um, I saw the reward of being creative um, for a client for the first time, which was really cool. But, yeah, that's neat. And then you say so. Uh, I I mean, just the rundown of of kind of like the things that you got to like that gets your creative juices flowing. Yeah. Um, like let's start out from the start. You know, okay. journaling. Yes. So that's interesting for me because <laughs> I I think it's super important to kind of uh the self-reflection aspect yeah. of life and kind of just like thinking about uh just where you are headspace why i mean being able to kind of get that down on paper yeah um so what does that look like for you especially as because uh, you said that you're christian correct so yep. for me i i don't believe myself sure. but yeah. i think like religion is a really beautiful thing in that right. like as as an idea mm-hmm. and so like it's always interesting to kind of hear people's perspectives and they're like certain certain like journeys with that so like what does that look like for you journaling and how that ties in with your christianity for me i would say that i'm a very anxious person and my mind is constantly racing and it's never like a still moment in my mind right so waking up and setting up a space for me to just sit and write about everything that i'm thinking about everything that i'm struggling with what whatever reading my bible and kind of going through and um, getting encouragement and, and, and I guess nourishment. I don't know if that's the right word, but I mean, it could be nourishing you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For, for, for my, my soul, just, you know, it's been, it's been really nice and helpful for my mental health, at least to be able to just relax for a minute and get it all out and yeah. then just leave it all behind for the rest of the day. You know what I mean? And just setting, setting myself up again for, for a su- successful day. It's been really really nice so so how long have uh, have you been a christian and what denomination let's see i would say non-denominational okay. i don't really subscribe to any specific set of ideas except for the bible you know right. i mean i read yeah. the bible and what it says is what i believe and and whatever um and i'd say hmm, saved since um middle school ish but really only i think i like understood and like got it in January of this year. Oh wow, which so really it was recent. crazy, yeah. very recent. So did you have like a substantial like moment that kind of like twisted, it, flipped your life around it to was, kind of get yes. into it more? It was definitely um, a rock bottom, like end of last year, just can't really do this anymore type right. of situation. And of course, having been going to church for the past few years, like I knew about God and I knew all these stories, but it never was really personal for me. Right. And so and at that situation where, you know, I was miserable and like at my wits end, like finally, I don't know, reaching out to God for the first time made all the difference. So yeah, that that's what I would say. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do you find like a lot of your journal entries being more about like almost like a like a message to God or like kind of so. like a, hey like you know just another day like how are you doing sort right of thing. Like I you're think talking so. to someone I think um, I do kind of start out you know in, in in a worship kind of mindset just saying thank you for this thank you for this like I've really seen you work in this area of my life and I'm grateful and you know he helped me in these areas what whatever I think it is very much so God-centered my journaling and it's it's been very helpful very nice, nice. so yeah that's awesome yeah so I I think like writing in that vein is yeah. super important mm-hmm. I did uh, like 
I've been really focused around it because for me it's like um, growing up that was my escapism. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I I grew up religious, um, but I think that kind of fell through with a lot sure. of just like personal experiences that I had with just my family and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And so, but it's still such a, a cool thing to kind of learn about and mm -hmm. hear about the different experiences that people have with religion, right. even if I don't follow. No. But yeah. it's like, and then just kind of see you tie it in with something that is very substantial and mm -hmm. can be very emotional with something yeah. like writing is just really huge. I mean, for sure. I spent phew, I spent a lot of time writing and, mm -hmm. and like that was really just kind of like a helpful thing throughout a lot of just kind of the tough paths for my right. life was just right. you know sitting down and just getting out a few things yep. and just kind of clearing my mind of that emotion. Mm -hmm. And so and I did um like I've like have talked to plenty of people who've you know have had the yeah. same sort of effect and it seems like it's kind of done the same thing yep. for you but you've been able to kind of tie something in exactly to yeah kind of make it more right important. more 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 beneficial i guess and i know for you like i guess on the other side of things you also get a lot of i don't know we'll, we'll go back to nourishment um yeah. the word nourishment yeah. you get a lot of nourishment from reading right i know you yeah. said that we'll go back to hemingway i guess if you want to <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure about. But I, I think so. I mean, just even outside of the realm of Hemingway, I also found yeah. a really I mean, because I'm going to go back to escapism. Sure. I found a really big escape from kind of just the my life through something like reading. You put yourself into yeah. a character's shoes and you kind of imagine that world for yourself as you're going through it and it just it makes it makes everything kind of feel less crappy. Right. Because you're just like, OK, well, you know, it's I can I can get lost in this mm -hmm. and not think about what's going on exactly. around me for and even just a little bit it makes yeah, a difference and yeah. i grew up uh, a fantasy kid so i okay. uh, you know like fantasy was definitely a big heavy hitter yeah. for me yeah, like yeah. i mean it was just like one book after the other <laughs> and only as of late um come like my senior year of mm -hmm. high school was i really reading more classical okay. intimate yeah. sort of uh literature like hemingway sure. and i just found that some of the things that because just that period of time, because right. for me, it's like 1920s into World War II. Okay. I felt like there was a lot going on. People were experiencing war for the first time. They just got out of the war, and now you have a depression. Things are feeling very, very gloomy. Mm -hmm. And you got people like Ernest Hemingway as Scott Fitzgerald uh, who are writing these sort of grand stories about people living these lavish lives. Yeah. So for me with Hemingway, it's uh, The Sun Also Rises, uh, one of his books that, um, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, you go. At <laughs> <laughs> a moment. Um, yeah. But his book there, it was it was very much this idea, because I mean, he, he, he was in the war mm -hmm. uh, and he had a, a really rough childhood coming up and he wasn't really the greatest person in the world. So okay. Uh, for him to kind of sit down and write these sort of emotions, you can kind of see the type of person that he was. So yeah. with The Sun Also Rises, it follows the story of uh, this guy named Jake, who, and it, it's weird because it starts out like he's just talking about um, this woman that he wishes he could be with, but okay. it's unachievable, uh, Brett Ashley, and how she's just just this perfect being mm -hmm. and that you know she, she's the type of girl that he'd want to be with yeah and it seems like everybody else has the same sort of idea and it follows this sort of like love square mm -hmm. okay. of him um a jewish gentleman named cone um i can't forget the other guy's name That's and right. then brett ash yeah. ashley and it the themes that Hemingway, hemingway like touches on throughout the story mm -hmm. is just so amazing and then the 
the ending with uh it ends where uh brett ashley and jake are sitting in a car and she she like looks over to him and she's like we we would have been so damn good together mm-hmm. oh. and jake just kind of like he like nods and yeah. he's like yeah i know and oh. that's that how that's how it ends dang okay and spoilers sorry. yeah yeah sorry <laughs> well uh, if anybody decides to read it, you should yep. so, you still should it's, sure. it's a like totally an awesome journey but it but the way that it ended and it, it reflects a lot of uh Hemingway's life with someone named uh Duff Twisdale okay so he had a woman like that in his life that was so unachievable yeah. that he, but he knew that they they would have been all right together that it would have worked but they just knew that it just could never mm-hmm. happen and it was books like that that like really had me like thought provoked mm-hmm. like you know I was sitting there and like you, I got to the end of the book and I was like the story was never about Jake yeah it was yeah, about yeah. Brett Ashley being mm-hmm. this uh free and, and expressive woman in a time where they're supposed to be very much f- right like traditional and following and being a uh very like subservient female to to a man sure and so it's like you, I finished the book and I'm like holy crap like this this is anymore yeah right it ended ended in in a way that i didn't really expect it and so and i found myself picking up books that i knew would have some sort of effect on me that could leave me questioning sure um you know i i've albert camus comes to mind he was a french philosopher who wrote a a little novella called the stranger okay that had the same sort of ending that was like so filled with emotion that you're right. sitting there and you're like what the hell just it's happened yeah. yeah and so interesting for me that was sort that was my nourishment yeah yeah, yeah. Know, was was literature like that and even just like books from when i was a kid mm-hmm. being able to kind of just absorb all of this emotion and kind of understand and, and feel out different things mm-hmm. and like you know like i remember the first time i cried reading a book i was sitting there i was like what the hell am i doing like it's the, none of these oh, people are real gosh. but it yeah. still was like so like heavy right that it just it pulled something out of me that i was just like so this is okay to mm-hmm. to feel about right so it was right, definitely right. it was huge very for me. validating yeah i know when you think about like the time of age that we're in now i think people more than ever are looking for different forms of escapism and of course you have your basics like journaling yeah. and reading and different things but it's interesting to kind of I don't know if analyze is the right word, but think about the different forms that people are getting into now. I know social media has been a huge um, turn in the past few years, and I yeah. think it's it's almost scary to see people escape into these platforms where it's fake. You know, it's completely yeah. fake, and people aren't really getting nourished from these from these things like they would from people's genuine and honest writing. Yeah, and I know, and one of my English classes a few semesters ago. Uh, my professors would talk about how when you read a book, you're reading that author's mind. You're reading their deepest, most unfiltered thoughts. Yeah, definitely. And so, I don't know, you, she said something crazy, like you become that person for however long you're reading it. And so, I don't know, what do you think about... In an, in an odd <laughs> in a way, you way. do. Right. Some, sometimes, like, and, and it all depends on what you read. Yeah. So, you know, you'll read books for your, your like, you're like, okay, you know, like, I can I can definitely put myself in this mm-hmm. position, but I can't a hundred percent feel yeah. the emotion. Okay. And then you have some that you'll read and you'll be like, holy, mm-hmm. like this, this is exactly how I felt. Like this is, and I think poetry books really hit heavy on okay. that. Um, I've had my fair share of reading those, and it's like some I'll read and I'll be like, this is like a really beautiful piece, mm-hmm. but I don't 
particularly understand the emotion. And then there's others where I'm like, they hit the nail on the head. Like I, I feel like they were living my life with this, this sort of poem. And so it's like with books, you get that same sort of effect where it's like, you're sitting there and you're, you're in the author's headspace and what they're writing. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there and you're like, hold, like, like sometimes I'll read something. I'll be like, what, what compelled them? Like what happened right. to them to make them want to write this? Interesting. And so yeah. you kind of go back and you're like doing your research, yeah. like what traumatic event oh, made yeah. X author write about Dang. this yeah. insane thing. But I think definitely it, it's just, it has that power to kind of make you want to think further mm-hmm. into their lives exactly. and to make them make you want to think more about like why did they write this mm-hmm. and so i think that's that's such a cool thing to say is like you're you're in their headspace right. because that's right. definitely how it is hmm. i know for you you said a little bit maybe in the last episode that you were an english major and yes. just recently in our conversation i found out that you were maybe interested in teaching yeah. about <laughs> yeah. english yeah so do you think is that a, a concept that may be over like the heads of say high schoolers beyond you know down middle school what are the what are the t- kind of things you think you would touch on on that kind of level so i think i would start with that it would mm-hmm. be so the preface that i in high school for me i had really impactful teachers that okay. left marks on me mm-hmm. when it came to just what we read and what we discussed and so like i like for me the biggest highlight of high school was reading heart of darkness by joseph conrad okay which is about uh the ivory trade in the belgian congo mm-hmm. and it, it it had probably some of the best themes that i've ever read in a book it's it's definitely one of my favorites and being able to talk about that mm-hmm. and, and to feel excited about reading more and having discussions about it is really what fueled me to want to be a teacher yeah. because it was like I want to give that sort of emotion to people I want I want to be able because like when we would have you know socratic circles are right sure you, yeah you yeah. all get into oh, a little group ew, yeah. I hated those see, and, and, and see for me I would I love them interesting like, I was okay. I was anticipating like wow. I know exactly what I'm going to say yeah. I know what I want to talk about and huh. just listening to people was like the coolest thing because you know, I could sit here and be like, oh, yeah, well, X, Y, and Z character does mm-hmm. this because the author wanted to do this. And then someone on the other side of the room brings up something completely different. That I was like, wow, that's, that brings up a yeah. good point. Like, that makes more sense than what I said. And it's just that sort of, like, discussion that was so cool for me because yeah. I was like, this is exactly what I want to give to people, that okay. sort of excitement. And yeah. so it's like – and I don't think I've met a, a, too many people who have been like – yeah, dude, Socratic circles are awesome. Like, <laughs> I've I, never I, once heard I, that I before. I love them. And for me, it's like, I, I adore them. Like, yeah. I almost wish I had more in college and had more of that sort of, let's just read one book mm-hmm. and dissect it completely. Yeah. Let's, let's find every theme, every symbolism, everything, and let's just really invest our time into one book. Mm. And for me, as my kind of inspiration to be a teacher was that mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. Yeah. I wanted to be able to pick a book that I know would have some sort of cultural impact mm-hmm. on students in a way to where it, when I taught it to them, it, they could take something with them no matter what they were, who they believed in, what they believed in. They were able to to pull a very common ground thought. Yeah. And so, and like, I, I could sit here and just go th- and like decide which book I wanted to do and then I could be like, all right, cool, I can map out a way to kind of get students to engage and mm-hmm. really come up with discussion and then break that wall down of being – 
uh, afraid to speak some sort of idea. Sure. Because that was definitely how it was in high school. Was that, you know, you knew the people who didn't want to talk because, right. they, you know, they're like, oh, God, please don't pick me. Just, <laughs> that was me. They're, like, they're, they're, they're looking at someone uh, like me who I'm like begging yes, to get my idea yes. out. And they're like, yeah. they're like, please just keep talking. Please yep. keep talking. And for me, it's like I wanted to hear everything. Like, well, I, like while talking, I wanted to be able to, you know, yeah. please say something. Like, I, I want funny. to hear your thought. And so, like that was the biggest inspiration for me wanting to be a teacher was that I wanted to get that across. Yeah. But then I realized the challenges I would face as a teacher, you know, with, with the obvious ones being like wages and, sure, and, not, sure. and, and not being the most marketable job in the no, world. No, definitely not. But, but it was also the, what if I can't reach them? Yeah. What, what if what I'm saying just goes over their head? Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't give a shit. Yep. Like I could care less about what this guy is saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's whatever and like that that was scary for me because yeah. i was like i have so much passion for this that i don't want to lose it right because no one else has the same sort of drive yeah. and passion for it you know well i think you may have in the meantime a future um side side mission to yeah, create right? a book club and create a book club find your people who you people, know yeah. are just as passionate because i'm sure they're out there at au oh, specifically yeah. so yeah. Put up a flyer, start a little book club, yes, and yes, I will. I would be happy to join, and I will also talk about these books I, with you. So reach out, and we'll we'll get that started. But anyways, <laughs> I think we are going to end it there. Um, thank you, Hunter, us. for joining us today on Spill the Tea. We hope we'll see you next time. Yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll be here.